This led to the different wording of the said recommendation. It was initially stated, meat and dairy products should not be consumed. After being forced to change it, it read, meats, fish, and poultry that will reduce saturated fat consumption should be chosen. The new wording minimized the threat posed to the food business. As a result of this kind of debate, our dietary habits started to change. While healthy food options should have been the choice of preference, the focus shifted to healthy nutrient options. Core concept number three. By stating that it is in fact nutrients that decide how healthy food is, we can easily misunderstand the actual health content. Let's take pasta as an example. On the one hand, you have imitation pasta, and on the other, low-carb pasta. The question is, which one are you going to choose? A good guess is that most people will probably choose the low-carb pasta, not realizing that there is hardly any difference between the two. Both are highly processed and can be viewed as imitations of the real thing. The truth is that it's not so easy for us to recognize this. Why? The reason is that we depend too much on nutritionists for information on what is good for us and what is not. It wouldn't be wrong to compare nutritionism with religion. We blindly follow rules and instructions that make no sense to us. Just like people run to a preacher to help them understand the mysteries of life, we run to a nutritionist to advise us on the correct interpretation of nutritional facts. The list is endless. We need to know everything from how much vitamin C to consume daily to what the importance of calcium and magnesium is. Nutritionists interpret information in only one way. That is, to be physically healthy, we must eat. In essence, it is not much different than the fight between good and evil found in religion. Only in this case, it relates to nutrition. The fight is between plant protein versus animal protein, carbohydrates versus fats, and protein versus carbohydrates. You may wonder why there should be something wrong with focusing on nutrition. That is beside the fact that we have to seek advice from a professional to make choices about our personal nutrition. Fact is that when we select our foods solely based on the nutrients they contain, the danger exists that we choose highly processed, nutrient-rich food instead of real food that is much healthier. The Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act imposed strict rules on the trade of imitation food products way back in 1938. One of the most important rules was that the word imitation should be stated clearly on the packaging of such products. It's not surprising that the food industry fought the rule. This was a time when adulterated, read processed, food was still very uncommon. It could seriously hurt a company if it had to state that its product was an imitation. The food industry won its fight in 1973 when the rule was changed so that it was no longer necessary to label a product as imitation. The only condition was that the product should not lack in nutritional value. And this is how we ended up in an era where adulterated food options, like healthy imitation pasta, are unquestioningly considered to be a healthy diet choice. Core concept number four. The U.S. dietary goals, based on only a hypothesis, cleared the way for food science's golden age. Given that the original dietary goals of 1977 were initiated by and based on a mere hypothesis without real evidence, it's almost impossible to believe that this is what today's food science is founded on. In fact, new research shows the lipid hypothesis was the result of two pretty unconvincing studies. 
while it linked saturated fat and dairy products to chronic heart disease, the actual link is indeed very weak. The question that needs to be asked is why these guidelines were developed by the Committee on Nutrition and Human Needs in the first place. If you want the truth, the answer would be that they were pressurized by the food industry, who obviously benefited from the widely publicized advice. The dietary goals meant that certain foods in the U.S. had to replace others for a healthy diet. The recommendation stated that less saturated fat should be consumed, while on the other hand it led to more processed foods landing on the average American plate. What people understood is that they should increase their intake of foods that are low in fat. Since the dietary goals were published in the 1970s, nutritionism or food science has taken over as the primary approach to our food. All of a sudden the focus was on low fat, high fiber, and no cholesterol. Ordinary foods that used to contain as little as...